Welcome to the Loving Life Mindsets Podcast with me, Melissa Unger. I share science, methods, and personal stories to help women who are on a journey to have the healthiest mindsets that they can possibly have. So don't wait any longer. It is time for you to start loving your life. Hello, my friends. So last week when I had my introduction to my podcast, I mistakenly said, welcome to episode 16. That was actually episode 17. This is episode 18. And I was like, oh, oops. Oh, well. So anyways, welcome to episode 18. Thank you so much for joining me. It was a pretty darn good week. Every week should be a good week as we should be so grateful for everything we have in our life, the good and the bad. This week, I realized so many different things. I'm battling with some things and those things in turn showed me where you have pain whether it's emotional, physical, or mental, that's where you have weakness. And where you have weakness, there is always opportunity to build strength. And that's what I'm going to talk about today, different ways that we can build strength in different aspects in our lives. So many of us are definitely struggling right now, whether it's with our bodies, whether it's with emotional health, whether it's with just social things in general. There's still so much going on in the world right now and we are bombarded more and more and more with news and social media that, you know, we're, we're just swayed with opinions and different perspectives. And oftentimes we forget to dive in and study on those to see if that's what we really feel and what we're really thinking. And we can be very, very inundated with negative and hard things if we're not careful. And when we do that, we in turn raise our cortisol levels, which in turn raises our stress, raises our belly fat. It just raises so many things that's not good for us. It is okay to take a break to take a break from all of it, not get on social media, not watch the news, and just do positive things instead. It is amazing. I have so many friends that take social media breaks, whether they go and disconnect completely and go on a vacation and just totally rough it, or whether they just keep in their daily lives, but they just turn everything off for a while. Their results are amazing. They're more energized. They've learned something. They've experienced something they would never have experienced. They just feel more alive and vibrant. And so I'm very, very tempted to do that very soon just to, just to see how it feels. When I do, I will let you all in on that and I'll take you on that journey with me after I plug back in. But until then, we're going to discuss ways that you can strengthen areas that you're weak in. And one thing that I heard this week that really resonated with me was that instead of working with your skills, work with your heart. Instead of exercising with frustration, with wanting to attain goals because you hate the way you look or you hate the way you feel, instead 
Work out with your heart. Work out with your body, knowing that you are doing something so good for it and that you're going to have the benefits of that. You're just going to reap those benefits continually for years down the road. And if you do that, instead of with frustration and irritation and hatred towards yourself, you are going to enjoy that exercise. Your body is going to reap those benefits more because it's not going to be under that negative stress. It's not going to be under those bad things you're telling yourself. You're going to have more vitality. You're going to be more energetic and you're going to want to go work out more because not ha- not being bombarded with all the negative feelings, you're actually going to feel energized and alive. And that is the whole purpose of exercise. We all get to a point where we realize, yeah, I can't do what I used to do. Or my pants are not fitting like they used to. Or, oh my gosh, this fat tire around my waist, which I guess it's a flat tire, but for me, I look at it and I go, ugh, fat tire. And then I have to stop myself and remind myself of everything my body has been through and everything that my body has done for me and appreciate that. And from that perspective, work on strengthening and getting better and feeling better. And that's just one aspect of where your body might be weak that you can strengthen it. The type of new program that I'm doing, because of the fact that I've had some sciatica and my hips have been killing me and my lower back has been hurting and I never wanted this for myself, but I also realized that it's eminent because of the fact that my glutes are not strong, my core is not strong. You know, eventually when you're not strong in those areas, you're going to have some issues. Plus the fact that I've done some things that caused me injuries years before. And so, you know, when that happens later on in life, you do feel that. And after those injuries, if I had worked harder to build up my core, build up the glutes, build up my hamstrings and my quads, I probably would not be in the position that I'm in now. But because I realized I have pain, I have weakness, thank goodness, as far as I know, it's nothing that needs surgery, but it is something that by doing these retailed exercises, I can turn it around. This week, instead of doing the exercises that in my mind I've done throughout the years, obviously have not worked because I'm in this position, I'm doing something different. And with my diet, with going through menopause, my metabolism is just like totally whacked out. That's just what our bodies do. You know, we're going through changes. Our metabolism is just like, okay, let's slow down when we don't want to slow down because that's what puts all that belly fat and that fat around your heart. You know, we can't, we can't let our metabolisms do that. Things that I'm doing differently, I'm going to share with you because I'm already seeing results and it's only been a week. One thing I'm going to do, and it's very important, is I am not going to weigh myself three or four or five times a week. I did that when I was doing low-carb diets um, because you would see the results. But now, when I do that, it just reiterates to me like, oh, you haven't lost any weight. You're not doing things right. It's not good. It puts those negative thoughts in my mind. That is totally counteractive to visualization. Okay, I I love to 
I love to sit and just get into this meditation mode and I visualize my body being healthy, being lean and strong and vibrant and energetic, you know, and I put myself in that place where I actually feel it. I just experience it and it feels so good. But then I get on the scale and I say, oh, you know what? It tells me that's not true. That's not true. And so I totally wipe out all of the meditation that I did, all the visualization that I did. I am going to stop weighing, but maybe once a month when I start feeling results from my clothes fitting better. It's not the best way to measure yourself anyway, because the other thing I'm doing is very detailed weight workouts. I am really activating the muscles that I'm working out and taking time to do that. And I'm doing these exercises very slow. For instance, I've got to build up my glutes. And there are several different exercises that you can do because you don't have just one glute muscle. You have several that need to be built up. And the ones that are my problem are especially on the ones on the side. They also strengthen up your hips and then they add strength and they give you more stability. These exercises that I'm doing, like the clamshells, I'm doing donkey kicks, I'm doing the, the fire hydrant raises, those types of things. And I'm using this, this band around my thighs so I have the added resistance but I'm not doing these exercises really fast I am actually like touch the muscle that I'm working on so that way I can focus on activating it and getting it just tightened up and then I start really working it going nice and slow doing a little pulse at the top bringing back down doing breathing with it. I'm not necessarily telling myself, okay, you need to do 15 reps and then stop. Because when I tell myself that, that might not be enough for my body. I'll stop at 15 and I might need more. I've been doing more and I'm not necessarily giving myself that little uh, end goal. I'm just doing more until I feel that burn. Do a few more when I feel that burn. Do some more pulses when I feel that burn. Really fatigue that muscle. And then I move right into the next one. I alternate the different exercises that I need to be doing for my glutes. I'll go into my squats. Very, very slow very, very articulated. I also engage that muscle to activate it. So sometimes I have to touch that muscle and I'm focused on that. Like, okay, let's get that muscle activated and now let's work it. And I've already seen some results in that with less pain. Haven't seen like any in the mirror yet, but that takes time. That takes time, but it's enjoyable to do it. And I do the, the exercises that are specifically for these areas. When you have results such as feeling better, that really motivates you to keep on. You know, it's so good. But what goes hand in hand with any kind of exercise that you do is your eating plan. And something different I'm doing this week as well, and I'm noticing more energy and just feeling better is I'm doing what's called metabolic confusion. And it's along the lines of carb cycling. 
there are specific days when I eat more carbs, just higher carb basically, it's low fat, high carb. Those days are the days that I'm doing my um, a 10 minute HIIT exercise, high intensity interval training. I only do 10 to 15 minutes of that. And I just choose different exercises. I have a stationary bike, so I'm doing like 20 seconds fast as I can, resting for 30 seconds, you know, and, and just doing that for 10 minutes and getting my heart rate up and going, you know, full intensity as fast as I can. That's it for those days. The days that I'm doing low carb and high fat, so that's when I'm doing my glute exercises and my core exercises because I'm doing those at such a pace. I am not doing any kind of cardio with that. When you're doing any kind of low carb diet, you, for some reason, when you're exercising, you don't see any results in that. It's like, I don't know if it's too much stress for your body or what, but that's why you hear so often if people want you to do a low-carb body or a low-carb diet that you don't have to exercise and you're going to lose the weight. You know, and I've done that and I have. I've dropped 30 pounds before on that, but eventually it stops working. And with our lifestyle, it's really not conducive for us. There's things I like to do. I like to have wine. I like to have a couple beers. I love pizza. I love different things. I try to eat as healthy as I possibly can, and I'm incorporating different ways to do that. But when you are doing a low-carb diet, you know, a ketogenic type of diet, you can't do that. I'm, you know, very mindful with metabolic confusion diet to only do, like, healthy carbs, I'm not a big gluten and refined sugar flour type of person just because I know what it does for inflammation and I don't need inflammation. Joints are kind of big and they hurt sometimes and I know inflammation causes so many issues between diabetes, diabetes 2, Alzheimer's, um, I mean so many things, cancer, so many things that really, really harm us. I just, I don't want that. I don't want that. And so I'm very mindful with my higher carb thing. I'll do some brown rice. I'll do my sweet potatoes. I'll do the rice pasta, those things that are gluten-free. And I try to stick to that. With this, you can do full bread. You can do full pasta, all that. I just know with my body, the different pains I have, that 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 type of food doesn't make me feel good. You know, so on my higher carb days, I also incorporate a lot of fruit, like pineapple, um, a banana, you know, the things that are more higher, higher sugar, I'll incorporate those as well. On my low carb days, I still do a handful of blueberries because a handful of blueberries a day does so much for your body as far as stimulating stem cells, as far as fighting cancer, as far as boosting your urinary tract system. It's amazing what those little blueberries can do for you. And so I make sure that we always have fresh blueberries in the fridge. And for some reason, our little store once in a while will not carry them. So, you know, I opt for the frozen ones just as long as we have them. I definitely prefer fresh. That's that's what I'm doing so far, and I know I'm feeling so much better. Within probably two weeks, I'll be noticing so many more results, which I'm definitely, every podcast I do, I'll keep, I'll have a little segment where I keep you updated on this, 
because I know we need as much help as possible. And I know that not all bodies are equal. If anything that I'm doing can possibly help you, that would be amazing. Honestly, the whole reason I'm doing this podcast for my audience is because I want you to feel empowered, especially if you've lived a life where you had your empowerment taken from you. But when you start doing something different and you're reaping those benefits, that makes you feel so empowered. When you're reaching goals and you're, it doesn't matter, smallest goal ever, even let's say you just getting up and making your bed for a week. You feel empowered because you have done this little goal that you set out. And that's the biggest way to get your empowerment back. Now let's dive into emotional and mental and social and working aspects. If you're weak in any of those aspects, again, that's something that can be strengthened. That is showing you where you need some work, right? When we have pain anywhere, that is just you know, showing us where we're weak. And when we're weak, that's where, again, we can strengthen. That's the beautiful thing about our bodies. That's a beautiful thing about our minds and about this life. We do not have to stay in the same old, same old. We have potential in our minds and in our physical bodies to change anything and everything that we need to. And that really does flow into everybody. You have the power to change your thoughts. And when you change your thoughts, you change your life, your attitude, your energy, and your effort. I mean, we have to remember that attitude drives performance. If you will stop wasting time figuring out why things have happened to you, why things are happening to you, and use that energy to get through it while looking for ways to enrich others with this experience, you are going to come out so much stronger. Again, I'm going to repeat that. Your attitude drives your performance. So quit figuring out why what's happening to you has happened and use that energy to get through it. Meanwhile, you can also help others get through their issues. Everything that happens to us, we're not alone. We might feel like it sometimes, but we're not. And if you can reach out and just help others, it's simple as a Facebook post or an Instagram post or a short video. Anything that you're going through and you are learning, you can help others because I guarantee you someone else is going through it too. As much enthusiasm that you can muster through anything and everything that you're doing, that is also going to create this fullness within you. You're not going to feel so empty inside. The best way to give yourself any kind of fulfillment and to get out of any kind of depression is to help others. And that's going to fuel that motivation. That's going to help you be strong in those weak areas. It's amazing what an attitude of gratitude can do for us, seriously, not only mentally and emotionally, but physically. When we can truly be grateful for everything in our lives, every situation, every little thing, even taking a sip of clean water, being so grateful for things with a heart that is just like so happy you have it, that energizes over 1,400 immune-boosting cells to rush in to the areas in, inside your body and in your cells and fix those things. So physically, it's amazing. It helps your immune system get boosted. 
which when you feel better, you're going to act better. You're going to behave better. Your family is going to just be so happy about that, especially if you've been grouchy. You know, put your heart into it. Realize that we have so many skills. We have so many opportunities. Our mind is just amazing. I mean, it's the most intricate, phenomenal computer in the world. And if you can put your heart into everything that you're doing, that's going to make it so much more enjoyable. You're not going to have drudgery. You're not going to be so worn out and so tired because you have the skill of being able to see different perspectives. You have the skill of being able to turn that frown upside down. You have the skills to be able to look at something completely different. And sometimes we need to talk to other people. One of my daughters, she has a different perspective. She has a different way of looking at things. And every time I talk to her about something I'm dealing with, she shows me that different perspective. And it opens up so much for me. And I think to myself, why didn't I think about that? And the reason is, is because oftentimes there's an analogy. When we are inside of a mayo jar, let's say, we can't see the label. We only see the inside. And we can be so in our heads that we cannot see outside of it. And when we cannot see outside of it, we just become more and more and more consumed inside. And when we are so consumed inside, we're no good for anything. I hate to say it, but we are not. You are not in the mind frame to be compassionate to others. You're not in the mind frame to be helpful to others. You're not in the mind frame to be kind to others. And we need more kindness. We need so much more kindness. There is so much hate and so much discord and so much violence going on right now. We have got to, one person at a time, reach other someone else and you know and further the goodness further the love further the kindness and when we're so inside of ourselves we can't do it the best thing that you can ever 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 do is change your perspective on things you know life was not handed to us and told to us that it's going to be rosy and that it's going to be great in fact when things are easy we get complacent. We don't learn anything. We're the most dead. We are not vibrant at all. When things are difficult, when we are going through struggles, when we have pain, when we have difficulty, that's when we're most alive. That's when we're most vibrant. That's when we get everything in our minds and our bodies pointed to figuring out a solution. And it's so much better to figure out a solution than to be the problem and not be the solution. So that's what I have for you today. Wherever there is pain, there is weakness. And once you acknowledge that, you can do something, whether it's mentally, emotionally, or physically, to build it up and get that strength in there and not feel that pain and have that weakness. You can move on to the next thing that needs to be strengthened. While you're doing that, you're going to emerge so victorious and you're going to emerge to be somebody that can help somebody else that needs you. That is the whole reason for gaining strength and getting better and learning things and moving on. Please do not become complacent. Do things that challenge you. Do things that, that really get you learning something new. 
You are so vital to this world. We need you and we need everything that you possess, all of your skills, all of your thoughts, all of your goodness. We need you. So I hope that you have a fabulous week. I hope that you are blessed beyond belief. And I will talk to you next week. Have a great day, guys. (laughs) Hey, wait, is it seriously legal to have this much fun?